welcome to the Linux, the Linux cast. Ricky, we haven't done a, a Linux cast ever. Is this the first one of the year? Yeah, this is the first one of the new year. It's like March already. <laughs> <laughs> and why don't we just wait a little bit? It'll be July, and then we can do the first one then. Um, anyways, I'm your host this week, Matthew Weber. I'm joined by Ricky Williams, as usual. Hi, Ricky. What up? What up? Um, this is the Linux cast. Ricky and I are noobs. Yep. Um and we're, we do this podcast in the uh, express uh, hope that one day we will not be noobs. Um, but <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. years from now. <laughs> yes. By that time, we'll have changed the name five or six times. And <laughs> oh, You only get that joke if you listen to the three cast before, so you'll have to listen to our other podcasts. Yeah, we haven't Uh, changed any names, so it wouldn't make sense. Hey, you know, I've done a really good job. It's been like two years since I've changed names. Yeah, you've been pretty regular, so that's good. (laughs) But you know, Rick, it's because we need a site so you can change the themes daily. Hey, we have a website, and I haven't changed the theme in forever. Oh, look there, progress. It's just because I used the free one, and I'm and I don't feel like going <laughs> to use one of the expensive ones I bought. Otherwise, I change them all the time. You know me, Ricky. This is why I use Android, because Android they let you theme it, and I yeah. can theme it every day, and yeah. I do. This is why also I use Linux, because you can theme it. And you can change those themes, and I do, every day. (laughs) Anyone get the pattern here? (laughs) Yes, I have ADD when it comes to design. I've never been a good designer because I change things all the time. Like Google and YouTube. You you remember those like five or six years right after Google bought YouTube, and they made changes to it like once a month. Yep. It was horrible, and they pissed everybody off. Yep. That's me. <laughs> when we ran a tech, when we ran a tech blog, I changed oh. it once a week. It was bad. You, I cannot tell you how many times we lost posts and images just because I was an asshole oh. and changed the thing. Oh man, I pissed Karina off so bad because I lost a lot of her stuff. Oh, man. that's why she doesn't oh, talk. So now we know why why she never did the podcast. <laughs> Also, she asked because she won't talk to me anymore. Shit. <laughs> she, she's she uh, is giving me the silent treatment forever. <laughs> the only one recently that she'll actually talk to me on on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. All right. So, this is not Gossip Weekly and, and not Bash Matt Weekly. <laughs> this is the Linux Cast. Yep. Uh, or or it soon to be called when yeah, I change the name Linux Weekly. <laughs> hey, that's not bad. I I kind of I kind of like that. Yeah, oh, well, but then, see, that. the only thing is, then we have to stick to a weekly things. So yeah, yeah, we haven't done anything <laughs> weekly in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> we like Linux, whatever the hell we feel like. Whenever <laughs> Linux, whenever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Linux every once in a while. <laughs> oh. Now we're now we're talking about how terrible we are at actually doing the the show at a, on a consistent basis, Ricky. That's not. I mean, we're busy. Hey, we've been at it for a long time, so I think that counts. For I, think some. I, think we're, I think we're moving into our. I think we started in two thousand six. Let's let's yeah. find out. Oh, that's not that's not bad. Linuxcast.com is going to tell us exactly when we started. Yeah. 
Our first episode was in June 2017, so in June 2019, we'll bet two yeah, years. Two years. That's not bad. We've been doing the three casts forever, so. Yeah, yeah. Literally, for, literally forever, Ricky. It's surprising. <laughs> All right. It seems like we start every podcast shocked that we continue to do podcasts. Um, like, like, oh my God, we're doing another one. What the hell's wrong yeah. with us? That's our right. intro shtick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the thing we do. All right. Um, so this is the Linux cast. We, uh, our topic this week is shells. Oh. Now, yes. So there are three, there are many different shells. I mean, there are, there's a lot of more ex- obscure ones that Ricky and I haven't tried. Yeah. The three, the three that we're going to be talking about specifically today are bash, ZSH, yeah. and fish. Yeah. Um, now Bash and ZSH have been around forever, literally since the, like the nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure how long Fish has been around. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Fish is fairly m- mature as well in terms of age. Yeah. I don't. Its first release was in 2005, so it's, yeah. it's quite a bit newer right. than than uh, Bash and ZSH. Oh well, yeah, um, that's. But it's been around long, long enough to you know be fairly robust. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, Ricky and I are going to disagree on quite a bit of stuff because... Um, <laughs> That's uh, what we do. <laughs> it's literally... It, it's, it's our personalities, and we've, we haven't agreed on anything since, well, ever. I mean, we've agreed to do a podcast, but that, that's where our agreement ends. Um, all right, so let's let's begin with Bash, because Bash is what comes pre-installed on every Linux system. Yeah. Every Mac system also comes with Bash, yeah. um, and then then Windows does its own thing. Um, Windows still uses DOS, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yes, DOS, as in MS DOS. Do you remember yeah. how, like, uh, Ricky? Here's how old we are. Our <laughs> first computers had MS DOS literally in the start menu. Yeah. Everyone's like start menu. What's that? <laughs> yeah. the, when the start menu actually said start there, you like at yeah. the bottom. It, oh. it was gray and square, and yeah, you know, it's like Windows ninety five all over again. Oh my what, god! What's the first version of Windows you used, Ricky? Just um, the first version I ever used was ninety eight. Um. But that, but that's because I never had a like a home computer until I was like twelve. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I didn't have a home computer until like the year two thousand, which I was yeah, I was fifteen. Yeah, and at that point it was Windows ninety eight. Yeah, uh, and then I had to had to had to have Windows ME. Oh um, God, remember Millennium? <laughs> yeah, that was around oh, like that, of an eye. Yeah, I used that for about, um, I think, maybe a week. Yeah, it was... Um, Windows, Microsoft did not do a good job in the early 2000s. Of, yep. Uh, you know, and then, when, then in 2003, Windows XP came around, and then it was like the cockroach <laughs> that be killed. Yeah. When, when I worked in IT, I stopped working in IT in 2017, I think. Yeah. And it, at that point, we had just replaced our last XP machine. <laughs> um, and at that point, it had been out of service for, um, I don't know, I think I think XP went out of service in like 2000, 
2015, 2013, something like that. It's, yeah. So it was a long time. Yeah. Uh, well, we better stop talking Microsoft before <laughs> people. I know. Do that. I, like, I thought this was the Linux. Care about Windows? Who uses Windows? Windows sucks. All right, anyway, so yeah, did anyways. I make a wrong turn somewhere? Well, you see, we're talking about Bash, and then we talked about how Windows doesn't have Bash. So, um, it, it was a tangent. It happens. Anyways, um, so Bash, um, yeah. Bash is what comes with every Linux uh, distro. It's what you yeah. use to install. Like, if, if you use the terminal for anything, you're using Bash, um, and it has a lot of features. Um, there's a lot of things that you can do with Bash, and there are a lot, um, like ZSH and, um, Bo- and Fisher both, both use a lot of Bash syntax. Yep. Um, so if you, if, if you use Bash, pretty much you can go into ZSH and Fish and know what you're doing. They just yeah. have extra features that Bash doesn't have. Um, uh, so, let's start, then let's move to ZSH. Now, ZSH... The way the way I would describe ZSH, ZSH is kind of like a, a the sta- by itself it's like the the standard version of a car. If you went into a car dealership and just bought the standard version, uh, you know you won't you won't get like heated seats or or yeah. power, power windows or anything like that. You, you know you'd have to buy those things extra, and yeah. that's what ZSH to me is is because it's it's very it's Fairly bare at the beginning. It has a lot of features, kind of as Bash plus a few, quite a few features. Mm-hmm. But if you want extra things, mm-hmm. you have to add on top of it. Um, and the way most people do that is through OmiZSH. Yeah. Well, and that allows you to theme uh, your prompt. It allows you to add in plugins. It's really good if you're into coding um, mm-hmm. because it goes through and it tells you if you if the 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 files that you're compiling or whatever have errors in them and all mm-hmm. sorts of different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it doesn't do that natively without yeah, the, which is like yeah. a car with options. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, that's what ZSH is to me. Um, and then there's Fish. Now, I'll, I'll freely admit that Fish is the one that I've spent the least amount of time with. Yeah. ZSH is my default and that's the one that I'll be sticking with. Okay. Um, but Fish is kind of like an amalgamation of what Bash and OMIZSH would be. Like yeah. So they're, uh, they've made a, a more easy-to-use, beginner-friendly kind of shell where it, it literally you install it, it works out of the box like Bash, but it mm-hmm. also has a lot of the awesome things that ZSH does, like the um, syntax highlighting. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it takes... ZSH is auto correct or auto suggest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes it a lot better. Yeah. Because it, you know it actually shows you, you know, based on not only your previous, um, you, you know, your previous commands that are you know within your your command history, but it also searches man pages. Yeah. Um, for different things, so that it can help suggest things that you may want to do, and it actually, it's unlike ZSH, which kind of does the same thing. It actually shows you, like, in, like, ghost print or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you, so can that you can go through and... Yeah, so, um... Yeah, and you what, can get multiple options that you can move through with your arrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, like... So, one of, one of the things... So, 
here, here's one of the things that I like about ZSH over Bash, um, and, I, and Fish does this as well. Mm-hmm. So if you use the, the the list command ls command a lot, mm-hmm. which you, know, you probably do, yeah. um, with both ZSH <coughs> and Fish, you can actually cycle through the output of ls. Oh, okay. Um, and if if you cycle through those with your arrow keys or whatever and hit enter, it'll actually go to that file, yeah. put it in the command for you, um, which is something you can't do with Bash. With with Bash, when you use the ls or the ls dash a to to display everything in in, in a directory, <coughs> excuse me, um, all you get is the list of files. And then mm-hmm. if you want to go, if you want to uh, cd into one of those files. You actually have to CD and then type those, type it out. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fish. It gives you the like it links them. Yeah, and um, get the underline, so it's pretty cool. So it really, it's the auto suggest and the the syntax highlighting. Yeah. The ability to cycle through those. Those are the reasons why I choose not to use Bash because yeah. these extra little features that really don't sound like much. Yeah. You know? But no, make, they're really, yeah, they're really handy. Really helps. Yeah. So why don't you tell us, Ricky, about your um, experiences with uh, fish? Okay. And- so yeah, so um, I, I, well, I shouldn't say I try. I did install Z Shell, um, and like you said, I went through the um, the thing I found um, trying to install oh my um, Z Shell. I got Z-Shell installed, I even set it at the default, but when I followed the instructions to install the um, Oh My Z-Shell, I I kept getting errors. I tried all sorts of different things, and you know, like you were saying, maybe that's the reason, because I was telling you before we started that I didn't really like Z-Shell. Okay, so here's the thing for me. I used it without Oh My Z Shell, but I said it as the default, and then I went in, and I tried to do all the stuff that I would usually do when I'm in um, Bash. And the problem for me, like the very first thing I didn't like, and I think overall that's what made me, I like I didn't even use Z Shell anymore, is in Bash, when I change a directory, it shows me the directory that I'm in, um, whereas in Z Shell, when you change, it doesn't show you anything. It just still shows you your, I think it's your username or something. So, like, for instance, if I CD into documents, like, it doesn't show me documents. I just see my, my user. But if I do the the list command, I see everything. And if I were to run my um, my scripts, they would run. So everything is normal, like usual. But I like that I can see where I'm at. Like, visually, it helps me. Yeah. Um, so, like, that, like, was... That's a big thing for me. So once I saw that, I really couldn't work with it anymore. Right. So it, that's, it just, where, that's where... Um, Oh my ZSH would have helped you, Ricky, because yeah. you have to have that extra layer on top of it, and then once yeah. you have that extra layer, you can go through and customize everything. That's part of the reason why it's cool, is because yeah. you can go through and customize it so it looks. Um, so I don't know if I can do this or not. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna experiment with Skype here, Ricky. That's never gone wrong <laughs> before. Oh yay! <laughs> uh, 
Um, <laughs> this should be good. <laughs> let's see here. Okay, mine changed colors. Okay, there you go. I can see it. So this. Oh, nice. Yeah, I can see how it's um yeah. how it's uh like it's transparent. Yeah, and you okay, see but here, see how you have that? Okay, so CD into like your documents. Yeah, see that? See how it does? It just shows the same name. Right, but oh, also I see. Mine doesn't have that. Yeah, see, see. but this is, this is ZSH. Yeah, right? see the, okay. Get me all my uh, Z shell is W get no check certificate and then the the site which is HTTP install dot o my z dot sh. No, so you go to o my z o my z dot sh. Yeah. On, on uh, in your browser or whatever. Uh, okay. I, I, See, so this I don't know. Maybe this is out of date or something. Because when I put that command in, I just kept getting an error. See, you use oh. you use cur you actually use curl. Yeah. Uh, so it's sh c, and then it has the the curl URL. Yeah. You just copy. You just copy and paste that into your terminal or whatever. Yeah. And it will actually go through and install ZSH after you yeah. enter a password. That's all. Literally okay. all there is. Yeah. Maybe um, after the after the podcast, I'll get you to give me the the thing and and then I'll try it out again cuz I still have it installed it's just not my default anymore I switch back okay now yeah, um, uh, I'll give it a shot <laughs> so we do, the, the listeners have no idea what we're doing cuz we do audio <laughs> but I just shared my screen with Ricky and we didn't break Skype so which is a <laughs> first time for everything um most of the listeners are like um yeah we have no clue yeah. what they're doing right now <laughs> what just happened um, yeah, I, I, sh I shared my screen, showed him what ZSH is supposed to look like, um, and and so see that you know we bitch about this a lot, Ricky. Yeah. But outdated shit on the internet is what ruins Linux for a lot. Yeah, of exactly. It's like yeah, so it's like a regular person just new and one. I mean, I don't know if new people would want to change their shell, but I mean, still though, if you go through like me. And it doesn't work, you're just kind of like, okay, you know. CSH is horrible, I'm not yeah, going like, to use it, you know. Yeah, yeah. exactly, right. Uh, so, and really it's not CSH's fault, it's that you found some crappy shit on the internet. Yeah, that uh, it's like so yeah. old. Yeah. Alright, so, that's CSH. Ricky's yeah. experience with CSH. Now, you, you used Fish and you enjoyed Fish. Now, yeah. tell, us, tell us why. Yeah, so Fish, I used Fish, um, and it's pretty cool because... They have, like you know, they have it. You can use it right in the browser, so you don't even have to install it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but so I did that for a little bit, and it was pretty cool. But I mean, I couldn't really do like the commands I usually do. So I was like, okay, you know, fuck that. I'm just gonna install it, which is the best way. So I installed it, and I like it because, um, you know, it has a, a bunch of Cool. Like, for instance, if you type a command, it will change colors. So if your command is not correct, it will be red. Once mm -hmm. it is correct, it'll go blue. Um, like you said, when you put in, um, you know, uh, uh, 
a place like documents or pictures or video or whatever it'll sort of like underline it so you know it and it, the auto complete the auto suggestion so I really liked it. Um, I actually liked it over Bash. So uh, you know, I'm I'm considering making it my default. Um, but like you said, <coughs> I may try Z Shell again um, just before I switch it out. But but I did like it. it I, I, it's very easy to use. Has a lot of um, features. Um, you know, I really like the, the one where you type the command and it'll change from red to blue depending yeah. on if it's correct or not. So Syntax highlighting on fish is really good. I hadn't set that up. Because like with everything, there's a plug-in for syntax yeah. highlighting on CSH that you have to install. Yeah. Um, and I haven't done that yet. So if I were to switch to fish, that would be the reason why I would switch. Yeah. Um, but we were talking about this at the beginning of the show, Ricky, and my obsession with themes. <laughs> um, that's why I like CSH so much, is because there are themes, Ricky. It's like it was made for me. Yeah. Um, and I do. I change themes in GSH. I don't even use the terminal all that much, but I'll go in and just change the theme just for that one. <laughs> Um, that's a little different. <laughs> I, I, it's just you get bored I mean, easily. Um, I I do. I have ADD <laughs> like crazy, right, man. It's 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 just insane. Um, so I and mean, we talked a little bit. So obviously ZSH is my favorite, and the the themes is is mm. obviously part of the reason because of what we talked about. Um, but I think that pro- I probably could interchange ZSH and Fish and probably be perfectly happy with both of them. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that I would have... I struggle going back to Bash. Yeah. Um, because... So, Bash has autocomplete. Like, so you can tab... So, so, if, you're t- so if you're typing in, a, like, a file name or whatever and you're, yeah. in, a, you're in a directory or whatever and you, you can type the beginning of it and hit tab and it will complete it for you, which is, you know, very cool. Mm-hmm. But it's case sensitive, right? So if you, um, yes, I know. you know, if you go through and you want to type in a, uh, a directory or file name, or whatever, mm-hmm. and you type it in, and you don't get the, the the first few letters exactly right in terms of case. Yep. it won't complete for you. Yeah, in like CSA, lowercase documents is different from uppercase documents. Right, in Bash it is, but in <clears throat> in CSH, and I'm pretty sure in Fish, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what case it is if you type yeah, in the I name. Like and yeah. tab, it will go through and fill it in. It will just auto-correct. Oh, uh, you know, okay, okay. Auto-correct it and make it, you know, capital where it's supposed to capital yeah. and whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and also, if you have multiple um, multiple uh, files, like of similar names, like they all have the same beginning or whatever, um, mm-hmm. and you're trying to ch- change into that directory or um, that directory, you can tab into that, and then it will list the list. Say you have like three files that are pretty much the same, but they have like different endings or whatever. You can you can tab uh, through those, and yeah. each time you press tab, it will rotate on the command line until you get to the right one, and you can just you know enter or continue on typing your command. Um, whereas in in Bash, if you have multiple files that are Basically the same. Mm-hmm. Auto correction, auto suggest doesn't work at all. Um, uh, 
it, it, well, I take that. It, it, it works, but it will just type out that first part. Yeah. You have to type out the part that's not the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, so, so I, I guess that I should give an example. So say you had four files. It was file one, file one, file two, file three. All four of them start with the word file. Yeah. You know, it, you could tab through those on ZSH, and it would tab through one, two, three, four. Yeah. On, on Bash, you'd have to you you could tab, and it would fill in file for you, but then you'd have right. to you you'd have to type in the number. Yeah. So that's that. It's it's just really when you change your shell. I think this is the part that I've experienced. When you change your shell to something outside of Bash, what you're really looking for is Bash Plus. You know what I mean? You're looking mm-hmm. for the things that Bash does well. But yeah, and then extras, additional little extra things that make your life easy. Easier, yeah. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. uh, that I think that's the reason why. You, so people, so people would ask, why would you want to change your shell? Um, first of all, I guess if if you know the kind of person who never uses your term- terminal, your command line, <clears throat> yeah, then you, know, you don't care. Yeah, you don't need to change your shell. Just leave it as bash. Yeah. It's not going to save you any time changing your shell anyway. It's yeah, just, you don't use it. <laughs> it's just going to confuse you. You know, if you go in there like once or twice a year or whatever, every time, let's say the only time you go in there to do to uh, use your terminal is when Ubuntu issues a, a, a an update, you know, like a major distro update, yeah, yeah. upgrade. Um, then maybe that's the only time you use it. It's, this isn't going to help you at all. So you won't want to change your shell. I mean, you can obviously if you're a tinker, um, yeah. but most of the time. Bash is going to suit you just fine, but if you yeah. use if you use the terminal for any other amount of things like um, moving doc uh, moving, yeah, moving files, documents, files, changing files, permissions, running scripts, yeah. yep, um, that's when you want to think about changing your, sh- your shell. And it's these little extra things that are going to save you time, make your terminal look pretty because it has themes. Um, did I mention it has themes? It has themes. Um, <laughs> uh, um, you know, so that, it's one of the extra things, and, and that's the reason why you'd want to change your shell. If you use your terminal more often than just once or twice a year, then this is something you want to look into. It's not that Bash is bad; it just you know, ha- yeah, it just just you know, adds but, extra. Yes, um, so that's the reason why I first changed my shell. Also, because every time you go to Unix porn on Reddit. Ricky, have you ever visited Unix porn on Reddit? No, actually, I haven't. All right, so you gotta you gotta visit Unix porn on Reddit. Basically, yeah. Unix porn on Reddit is basically where a whole people get on on there and post their open source um, setups. So like, uh, it, sometimes they're using like um, most of the times it's Linux, but sometimes they use some of the other things. Yeah. Um, they post screenshots of what their desktop looks like. It's kind of like, oh, uh, okay. you know, like sharing your Android theme. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Jailbreak theme back when yeah. jailbreak was a thing. Yeah. And but it's for oh, Linux. Okay. Yeah, right? I got it. Uh, so I go there like once or twice a week, or whatever, and you, you see these yeah. awesome setups. People spend tons of time theming their panels and their docs and uh, what their windows look like and yeah. you know, creating different themes. It's awesome. But I, I, I was looking. And somebody made that had ZSH, you know, working, and they had a you know this really awesome theme. I was like, hey, 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 <laughs> how did you get your your terminal to look like that? Mine looks like crap compared to that. Oh, it's ZSH, and oh my ZSH yeah. and a theme. Like, 
Oh. <laughs> and that day was wasted You're by installing CSH and going through all 145 themes that they have until I found the right one. It you was, were like sold. <laughs> it was this, like this is my baby, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so that's how I found I'm how I found CSH. Obviously, I guess it's been around forever. Um, but honestly, I mean, we've been doing we said we've been doing the Linux cast since 2017. I've been using yeah. Linux full time since just before we started recording the podcast for the first time. Yeah. Um, but until like four or five months ago, I didn't even know you could change your shell. <laughs> um, I didn't even, and moreover, <clears throat> I probably wouldn't have cared because I was one of those people who just opened up the terminal to do distro upgrades yeah. and uh, updates every once in a while. And usually when I did the, 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 um, the OS updates in terminal, it was just because I thought it looked cool. Yeah. You know, and, and, but most of the time I just used the GUI, whether it was, you know, discover or pack, yeah. uh, pack, uh, Pacma or um, uh, GNOME software or whatever the hell distro I was using at the time. Um, but I, one thing I've noticed, Ricky, is that uh, now that I use ZSH, yeah, I use my terminal more. Um, again, because of themes, but because um, it, it looks cool, it makes me feel like a nerd. <laughs> it feels like I haven't lost my nerd card. <laughs> you know? So, all right. Now, do you have anything else to say? Um, well, just shelves. a couple of pointers, <clears throat> just because these are some of the stuff that I learned while I was doing it, so, you know, anyone that's trying to do it, and they may head into this, so, you know, I'm going to help them out. Okay, so, once you have your shell that you like, you can make it your default, so you can do that by using the command chsh space dash s space, and then you would type in, um, like, for instance, bash is, um, I think it's forward slash bin forward slash bash. For Z shell, it's forward slash bin forward slash ZSH. Um, for fish, I honestly, you're supposed to type in um, single quote uh, which fish, I think. Yes. Um, but for me, it didn't work. I typed it in, and it said the command wasn't whatever. But if I just type in fish, it opens like it works. So I know it is installed. So I don't know what was the issue, um, but I'll figure that out and set it as default. So now you know you can set Shell as your default. You can switch back to bash. You can do fish. Um, just remember, if you do do fish then when you're going back to default, like bash, you have to, you can't just put in, or maybe you can, but anyways, you can do single quote, uh, which bash, I think. And it'll come back. Um, so then another thing to know, like we said, you can play around with fish online. Um, so if you go to rootandroll.com um, slash d slash fish dash shell, um, that will allow you to play around with fish in the browser without it being... Like, you can, you know, use it and, and sort of see if it's what you like, what you want to use. Um, now, also, if you go to... Um, there was another thing that I did that, that I actually like, too. 
Um, I think it was on TechMint, which is TECMint.com. Um, they have a whole page on installing Fish and using it and some commands and stuff like that. So, yeah, I just wanted to go through that to help anyone out that, you know, sort of interested in doing it. But, you know, you might set one as a default and then you can't figure out how to bring Bash back as your default. And instead of searching, you know, there you go. I just told you how to do it. Yeah, Fish has a lot better documentation than ZSH does. Yeah, probably Um, because it's newer. uh, Probably. So, like, if you go to fishshell.com... And you can you can you can explore explore you know all the documentation stuff from that website. Um, whereas ZSH, most of that tutorial is on GitHub. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, and GitHub's great, but it's not the best place for documentation. <laughs> um. Especially because I mean, you put it in you put your documentation on a on a Git page or um you know in your in the in the Git in the in the description or whatever, and you know that's fine, but it's just not it, it. It confuses people who aren't familiar with Git. Yeah. Um, and it, it becomes even worse if you decide to put your instructions like as part of your download, you know, on Git. Um, yeah. So you have, you have to clone the download, or if you have to, you know, download it as a .zip. I mean, some people, if you're switching to Linux, chances are you probably know how to extract something that comes through in a, in a .zip or some other kind of compressed file, but Maybe you don't. Yeah, um, I know. It's just... So, so I mean, ZS, that's the one thing I would say that I learned when we were talking about mm-hmm. doing this comparison, is mm-hmm. that if you're going to switch to a shell, I would switch to fish. Yeah. Um, if, if, if you're brand new and you're not quite sure what you're doing and you don't want to put in the extra effort to find out what how to do ZSH, um, fish is much more beginner-friendly. Yeah, yeah. Than ZSH is. Because, like I said, when we first started talking, uh, ZSH out of the box, if you if you can get to the point where you've installed ZSH and you've changed it to your default shell, um, just out of the box, there's not a lot that you can do with it yeah. that's different than Bash. Yeah. And, and actually, it will look, like Ricky said, it will look worse than Bash yeah. um, on, because on it doesn't have things set up, right? So you have to, you have to add that, you have to, Go to the car dealer and ask for the options, which is oh my ZSH. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, if, if you're a beginner, like you know we were, but you're not quite a tinkerer, um, Fish is probably the one that you want to start out with. Mm-hmm. Then you, you then you go through and you get used to to, to what a, a, a shell is that's different than Bash. Then maybe you'll feel more comfortable, um, kind of going out of your comfort comfort zone. And uh, trying ZSH, yeah, because because the, the, that's the, that's the final thing I'll say about it is that uh, ZSH, at least from my perspective, seems to have more options for it um, as as you want it to become more and more complicated. Um, Fish has a whole bunch more stuff built in. You don't have to go through and you know add plugins or change themes or whatever. It just is all there, but in terms of expandability, ZSH is it's it's better. Yeah. Um, but but you, most people, the vast majority of people who are just sh- for the first time changing their shells, aren't going to care about that expandability, um, because they're they're never going to use something that you know tells them what Python version they're using or yeah. whatever. So 
Um, ZSH is much more focused on developers um, and, and coders and things like that, but um, it doesn't mean that that's only who is that's not. It's not only for them. You know, all right. So yeah. um, normally at this time, Ricky, we do uh, picks of the week. Do you have a command that you'd like to share with us? Uh, not the command. Um, I do have. I do have a pick. <laughs> why don't you go ahead and give us your pick then? Uh, so my pick is probably something that um, that uh, Matt has picked before. He's very familiar with it, but it's Plex. Um, love Plex now. I just actually am new to Plex because before I knew about it, I didn't really use it. I didn't think I needed it. Um, but <clears throat> I have a Mac Mini and I have a Drobo and I have media on there. And I was talking to Matt the other day and said, you know, I'd like to use it. I want to, you know, have something where where I could use it as my media server. And, you know, I he suggested Plex, which I was already thinking about. And I like the interface. I like the way it works. It's easy to set up. So, yeah, that's my, um, that's my, uh, my, the one I'm, I'm recommending. Yeah, Plex is amazing. Yeah. Um. It only gets more complicated, though, if you, you want to try to use it beyond a firewall. So Yeah. Um, yeah, I know, as I've learned so far, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, my solution was just to turn the firewall off. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a real secure fucker, right? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Um, I'd much rather have my music than have safe computers. I don't care. Anyways, um, so uh, I have no commands for you, but I do have a couple picks. The first is uh, Discord. Um, now, Discord is cross-platform, so it's like whatever, but I've been using... Um, I'm part of a writer's group that helps, you know, like it run, runs writing sprints and stuff like that year-round. Mm-hmm. Um, and they use Discord for that, and they just switch to it, and it's kind of awesome. Um, if, if you have, like a, like, a large group of people who need to get together and chat, it's like a more complicated, more feature-rich version of AOL Instant Messenger. Um, oh, okay. It's really cool. Um, I like So, Ricky, when you and I and Vince were going through and trying to find the perfect yeah. messaging Messenger. system, I don't think Discord would work for us. Yeah. Uh, it's meant, it's really is meant for dozens of people. Yeah. Um, together in, in a room. Um, you know, so, so it's basically you, you create a server and you can create a whole bunch of different rooms that have different purposes. And so, like, the, the group I'm in has ones for the sprints where, you know, you, the conversation is kind of, like, dedicated just to that thing and then has a general one where you can talk about whatever and a whole bunch of different other rooms. Um, but like I said, it's really meant for dozens and dozens of people. It doesn't really work. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, it probably would work just, you know, for one-to-one, but it would be way overkill. Yeah. Um, anyway, so my other um, pick is called Typora. T Y P O R A. It's a Markdown editor. It is a minimal writer uh, thing that is available in Electron, so it's available pretty much cross-platform. But I use it yeah. obviously on Linux. Um, it's basically just prevents presents you a white sheet of window, and you type in it. Um, and it uses Markdown, so if you're if you use Markdown to type, um, which I do sometimes, um, it's really good. Um, yes, it is Electron, um, so it does take up more uh, resources than 
it probably should, but I don't mind that. Um, but it's really good. It has a whole bunch of different features that you can go through and set timers and set word count goals and things like that. It's really good like that. Um, so if you're, if you're writing like a novel or whatever and you want to do 2,000 words a day, you know, yeah. like it, can, it can set goals for that. So it's really cool. Um, so those are my two, my two picks. Yep. Well All right. So uh, that is it. You know what? We actually managed to talk 40 minutes on shells. Um, <laughs> that's, not, that's not bad. Uh, not bad. Our, our next episode, whenever that happens to be, um, is going to be, we're going to be talking about terminal-based text editors. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about Vim. We're going to talk about Viro. Uh, okay. We're going to talk about Nano. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about all of those things. We're going to talk yeah. about how Matt's too stupid to use Vi because I can't figure <laughs> the fucker out. Um, sometime between now and then, I'm going to find a tutorial online that teaches me how to yeah. use it. Because you know which I, one is my favorite is, um, uh, hold on, stupid thing, is, uh, shit, is it, oh, no, it's the one that starts with a D. It's not Nano. I use Nano. Yeah. Shit, I can't bring it up now. I don't know. It's the one that comes with Ubuntu. I used Vim before, and um, and Nano, but the, yeah, it's just oh, fucking. It's funny enough now. I can't remember the stupid name, but I got used to typing that name in, and it's like every single distro I installed, I would install it on it. Specifically because I'm used to the layout of it. Nano is pretty nice too. I like Nano's layout too. Yeah, na- Nano is good. Vim is confusing as hell um, <laughs> because it's it's there's no UI to yeah, it at all. It's, it's very all, command based. Yeah, it's all very, it's it's all command yeah. based. It's really hard unless you know those things. But yeah. Ricky, if if you have a chance before that next episode, look up uh, some of those uh, guys who use Vim on YouTube. And, yeah. and watch them go through and like change like 150 file names in three seconds. Yeah. You know, that's what Vim is apparently powerful for. So like if you have like a, say you have all of your music in one file and you want to name it all music or something or name it, uh, I mean there's so many different things you can do with them and it looks so great and then you go to try it and like I'm dumb. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. All right. Anyway, so that is that is uh, what's coming up for us next. If you want to get in contact with us, you can do so. Email at thelinuxcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at thelinuxcast. Um, I at mtwb on Twitter. Ricky is Ricky underscore Williams one. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com/thelinuxcast. Um, like I said, I have no clue when our next episode will be. Probably sometime in March. I'm guessing. We usually do about one a one a month. Um, sometimes we try to do two, but it never works out like that. Um, I know I have a schedule here in uh, in Telegram. Uh, where is it? So uh, supposedly our next one is going to be on March 1st. And, oh, okay. and then again on March 22nd. Um, but that seems overly ambitious. <laughs> Anyways, that is it for us this time. We will see you next time. We'll let Ricky go get lunch. All right. See you.